welcome to another episode of Have It Again. I'm your host, Gabby, and today I'm joined by founder and host of Kick-Ass Female-Based Podcast, The Bold Platform, and all-around boss lady extraordinaire, Adrienne Donnelly. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Um, So tell me a bit about The Bold Platform. So The Bold Platform started in early 2019. Um, It's a podcast where I interview Australian women and girls who have created a social enterprise, a social impact business, or a not-for-profit charity. So sometimes the women, it's their whole business. Sometimes it's just a hobby or sometimes it's a one-off project um, that they might be working on. But the the thing that they all have in common is that there's a social impact or a social enterprise component to the work that they do. So maybe unpack social enterprise, social impact for our listeners. Yeah. So all of the businesses that they have either have a not-for-profit business model, so they're not actually making profit. It's all going to a charity or um, a cause or they've somehow built into their business model a certain percentage goes to a charity or a cause that they're um they they care a lot about or they're somehow been impacted or someone in their family has been impacted. So and a local example um, in Newcastle is there's a business in Carrington called The Grateful and they started as a florist. Um, so basically you order a bunch of flowers, they deliver one bunch to your recipient and for every bunch that gets ordered they then donate the, another bunch to either our local Ronald McDonald house or the John Hunter hospital to Bless. brighten up those spaces That's yeah beautiful. so oh, instead of love. just taking the money back they use that $35 that you buy a posy for to split that into two and donate one on your Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Oh, honestly, there are so many incredible women in this country and girls. Like, I've interviewed girls that are, like, 6, 10, 12 years old that have just seen something and went, well, I've seen it now. I can't not do something about it and have chosen to start a business or a hobby or a project or, as I said, a whole business where their business model somehow leaves a group within the community better than how they found it. That's amazing. And the whole platform itself is not profit. So... Yeah. It's kind of like you're putting these women, you know, um, on a platform, but you're also like giving back in the same way. And I love that. It's like meta, but I love it. Yeah. A hundred percent. For me, it is a hobby. I have a business. I'm a freelance personal assistant. That's my business. And the bowl platform is a hobby for me. It doesn't make any money. It actually costs me money, yeah. as you know, making but a podcast. Good, man. Like- <laughs> yeah. And it's a way to contribute, yeah. you know, like, especially at the moment where the country, we've got a lot of fires and things like that. You know, we all don't always have money in our bank account to make a donation. And I think we can contribute in, in another way that's not handing over cash or handing over a card, whether that's it's right. going protesting or going and, and giving your hands to um, some volunteering or something like that, or even just sharing messages around donations or financial donations on social media. There's other ways to contribute other than just handing over money. I absolutely money. agree. And, and also, this is my way. Like, this is going to get me fired up, so I'm going to go for a it. bit. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> look, I have issues myself with, you know, working class people and, and us Australians, you know, bailing the government out in this situation. It really – I mean, it – brings me so much joy and pride as an Australian to see how we've all come together. You know, mm-hmm. power of the people, we've got them outnumbered, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's not our job. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, 
we're part of a sovereignty, we pay our taxes, government, pull it together, you're meant to be paying for this. Yeah, and it's know? like, hang on, why are we all like, yes, of course we're going to do it Absolutely. and we'll do it again next summer if the same thing happens and so on and so forth. But, yeah, it's like, hang on, isn't this why? This is why we pay tax. Right. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. No, but I'm, like I said, super proud of us as Australians and how we've all come together, mm. you know, but, yeah, yeah. like. And that's it. People help how they can. And for me, this is my way of getting these women and girls extra exposure Love to it. listeners that maybe wouldn't have heard of their other stories because quite often the people I interview are small or they're just starting out. They're not getting interviewed by, you know, huge big podcasts yeah. and in magazines and all of that. Often, you know, they maybe have made it to their local newspaper and they're stoked yeah. off of that. Yeah, I love yeah. that. You know, girl support girls. And yeah, whatnot. that's exactly right. <laughs> so how did it start? How did you, like, in, how was the inception of, of the Bold Platform? So I'm a big podcaster. Listener. Listener. Yeah, I'm not a big TV watcher apart from, you know, a bit of the bachelor everyone. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Just to like, you know, zone out at the end of I the day, you. but um I would often find I would have, you know, four or five different shows and they all came out on say like a Monday and Tuesday and they would all have like on the same week they would all have the same guest. Yeah, so right. right like around the whole Me Too movement every podcast I was listening to all had Tracy Spicer. That really Don't get shows me wrong. like niche. Yeah, but yeah, totally. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love Tracy Spicer and the work, yeah. you know, that she did, I'm sure is incredible. But I was often finding myself going, like, what about the other women? Like the ones that haven't Small made voices. it. Yeah. Because yeah. they're just as valid and often have, like, a very powerful message just not being heard. Yeah, but – and also I find, like, those stories – uh, more encouraging and also more motivating for me because it feels it's obtainable. Yeah. And I feel like that's a massive trend we've seen in social media when yep. it comes across the board, when it comes to like even obscure things like sex work yeah. and, and um, well, I shouldn't say it's obscure, it's not, but the visibility of sex work and, you know, even the brands that we follow, we yeah. want to know them as a business and yeah. as a person. We yeah. want to see that like more personal side. So yeah. you're so spot on with that. Yeah. And like those small stories, they don't, they don't, as I said before, they don't make it to the big podcasts yeah. and the big magazines, but I also find them a bit more motivating because I'm like, okay, well, here I am and here's that lady. I can see how I can get to that level. If I sit here and go, here's me, there's Tracy. Tracy Spicer. I'm like, if I wanted to get to that level, I should have started 20 years ago. If that's the level that I want to get, like I find those local smaller stories quite inspirational and I feel like, okay, I can, that's attainable for me in terms of setting goals. Um, so it originally started as a book idea. I wanted to interview these women, have, um, partner with like local photographers in their States to try to find, um, like to try to get really beautiful photos and then tell their stories and make it into like a coffee table style. Amazing. But I just went, I'm not a writer. Yeah. And I I run a business. So just getting on a plane and, you know, going for a week to Queensland to interview these, all, all these women, like, I'm trying to run a business too. Like that's my primary income. Yeah. Um, and I thought, what is another way of getting it out that's like cheap, if I'm honest, because it's a hobby. And I'm like, well, I love listening to podcasts and I would listen to these women's stories. So if I would, there's a chance someone else would. And that was it. That's I, um, how it started. I love that. It's kind of similar. With, well, I mean, I should just quickly say this. Like, credit to you. You're the one who pushed me to, like, <laughs> to even do this. Sitting in the hair with. salon one I day. Know, sitting in the hair salon, have the yarn, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, so thank you. Oh, you're I welcome. I wouldn't have done this. And I hadn't even thought, like... I'm the same as you. I thought, oh, you know, I could write something or, mm. and you know, I'm, I'm obviously in academia and my intention was to publish a PhD eventually. And, but like, like you, you know, it's going to sound strange as an academic, but writing isn't actually my strength. Like 
speaking is yeah you know, and and thank god we have podcasts like yeah. what an outlet you know yeah. i don't want people to see me like you don't I know. see me you just hear me like <laughs> so many people have said to me oh have you ever like thought about putting some cameras on and putting it on That's youtube and i was like no, i'm doing hell no, no. Yes. i don't want people to see my face no. and you know what it's not about that it's about the person's story That's right. yeah and, and that can take away from it a lot plus i'm sitting here like no makeup frizzy ass hair like looking yeah. like trash and it's fine you don't look like trash but <laughs> <laughs> no i get what it's a very easy medium yeah. and also from a listener's point of view it's a very um efficient medium mm. because you can drive and you can listen yes that's you what can I do. walk and you yeah. can listen you can do your cooking or your housework or like work and listen as well yeah, you don't also... have to be staring at a screen absolutely and also it kind of i mean i feel like it's an inherent aspect of human nature you know this loneliness and mm. i feel like it feels that void for me after so long like especially relocating up here um all my friends are in sydney mm. and so for so long, it was like I relied on these podcasts as my friend. Yeah. As sad as that is. No, it's like that like, meme where it's like how I feel like when I'm listening to a podcast and it's like a picture on yes. a railway station of girls hanging out. Yes. It's like, yes, the that's what it is, does sound I'm like, like. By myself. Yeah. <laughs> In my house with my dog. But like, yeah, yeah it, it's the best. Um, yeah. And that's what I want people to feel like. And I, I think I've achieved that with the podcast. It, for it to be no, conversational really and for people to feel like they're just sitting having a coffee with me and the guests or the guests, that yeah. kind of vibe, just like very casual and just really getting to know that woman's story and why she's doing what she's doing. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's a very – I think it's a necessary medium as well. Yeah. You know? um, I guess you've kind of touched on this already, but I guess um, more specifically, what is the Bold pl- Platform trying to achieve? Like what are you striving to achieve with it? Yeah, definitely. I think for me it, I, there were three aims when I first started it. Um to give people a bit of relief from the mm-hmm. traditional news cycle because yeah, nice. anyone who has any level of anxiousness or stress or full anxiety, whatever that might be, the news can be super triggering. Overwhelming, man. And it honestly makes you feel like there's nothing good happening in the world. Everyone is just abusing each other and animals and the environment and kind of makes you feel like the sky is falling down. Yeah. So even if it's just a half an hour episode to go, you know what, there are people doing really good things in in our country I wanted to give people like a bit of relief from that from the stories we hear on the news um but also to give people who might be sitting at home going I'd really love to start this business or this charity or this not-for-profit but you know who am I to think I could ever do that but to hear another woman's story it was like oh that lady like I've seen her at the school gate or I've seen her at the grocery store like she's my neighbor like oh wow okay if she can do it it's like that whole thing around well you can't be what you can't see you know what I That's mean right, so yeah. it's like oh well, okay, you did that well, with me like it's but exactly it just makes you, you yeah. show like okay well that's obtainable and that woman's done it and she's also got a full-time job and a young family or a business or other things so okay that's you know that's achievable to me and to help get these stories out there to people that may not have heard them. Like I've had people say to me, I didn't know about the grateful florist in Carrington and I went and bought. Yeah. Yeah. But they've gone, oh, the next time I bought flowers, I drove over there or I ordered them online for my sister because I knew that that was an option now. And it has a give back component, uh, like a pay it forward component. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like I should buy my weekly blooms from there now. Well, they have a subscription. Oh my gosh. I won't feel so self-indulgent. Yes. I'm giving back while I like, you know, and it's beautiful to have flowers. I love having flowers in my house, but yeah, it should be a luxury. It should be. Yeah. And they have like a subscription. And if you're on the subscription, then your flowers go to the same area within the hospital each week. So that's kind of like your 
almost Legacy, like sponsoring yeah. that and they have them on the desk so when people are coming in yeah it's love, an incredible business that a, yeah and that's fantastic. just one like i think we're up to 35 episodes now of like these just incredible, incredible stories and girls yeah i think it's also really important to sort of send that message which you are doing that we can have it all and we can do it all yeah you know i'm constantly finding myself in like arguments with my family of being like you're taking on too much and i'm like well it's not i'm not that i'm taking on too much i just like don't see why i can't do it all yeah you know like why do i have to pick and choose yeah because you know i'm taking on too much or yeah. it's going to exhaust me because i've got other duties as a woman it's like yeah no, man like let me do me you'll you know? know when you're exhausted that's right you'll exactly. know and if it gets that point where you've gone too far you can be like yeah guys i should have listened, I but, listened you know that's right like, yeah and look, i have i have come to that point a few times before but <laughs> yeah i need to figure it out for myself yeah, yeah you know that and a lot of these women like they're still working full-time they're you know husbands are taking on extra work to allow them to fund these opportunities like there's a lady i interviewed Louise who's got an activewear brand called Moody and she worked full-time for a very well-known burger joint as a HR manager for three years while she mm. was getting her business up and running and this is like amazing activewear that donates it like all their profits to women's mental health wow. because of their own family situation in in that area she still worked full-time in like a serious level position well, for I'm a like, well-known business yeah like and she made it work like they made it work as you a make family it work. Yeah, yeah that's right if it means enough to you yeah. exactly and I, i'm a big believer in you know working your job to fund your passion like totally yeah, you shouldn't just feel like you're stuck in a you know your day-to-day grind or that you know that's it that's all you've got like yeah 100 yeah work to find your passion yeah Absolutely. definitely life's too short i know it's cliche but it is no like, truly. you don't want to like who are you living for live for yourself that's 100%. it i was like i don't want to get to the end and be like well i actually haven't left yeah. this space any better than how i found it you know absolutely and you know like i always this is this is the funniest thing i this is the same quote that i write at pretty much every essay i submit when i'm trying to get into a journal mm. <laughs> i'm about to quote it right now. yeah <laughs> um you know life isn't made of these big moments it's made of small ones yeah it's the small ones that create the big ones Definitely. and like even if your input looks small in the big picture it's still an input yeah you know and and you may touch someone's life mm. you know like you said that girl in, in rural australia yeah. who's thinking about starting a small business mm. and thinks she can't do it because of where she is or yeah. who she is yeah you can man yeah you do you 100%. yeah yeah and hopefully by sharing these other stories it makes people go okay okay, well, if that woman can, then maybe that is an option for me. And, you know, you and I touched on this before we started recording by, I think sometimes as women, we sort of play ourselves down and be like, well, I'm not, I don't deserve a seat at that table. And I did like my anxiety when I started this podcast, the worst it's ever been. Cause I was like, people are going to judge me. They're going to like, you don't have a background in journalism. You know, I've worked in recruitment my whole life, which, you know, it's interviewing, but not like this. I, I was petrified. I didn't tell, I didn't even tell my family till it was literally in iTunes. I'd be like, oh guys, yeah, like I did I this, did this thing. thing. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like, wow, it. iTunes, like, yeah. yeah. And I was so scared that people were going to judge. And if they have, well, <laughs> they're not saying there, it man. to my face anyway. Yeah. No, so, I'm, I'm with you. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I've done so many things in my life. Um, I've held back from doing so many things rather because of that fear. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was last year I just went, screw it. Like, yeah. Like, if they're going to judge me or, like, not like me or bitch about me, that's on them. Like, yeah. if I'm just living my truth, then, like, that's that's all I can do for myself. Yeah. And at least I won't have any regrets. And like yeah. we were saying before we were recording, you know, we suffer significantly as, as women from this imposter syndrome mm-hmm. that, like, like you said, we don't have a seat at this table. We, you know, we have to sort of justify why we're doing it. And, mm-hmm. like, you guys probably noticed in episode zero, and my brother pointed this out to me when he listened to it, that... 
I felt the need to sort of legitimize myself Mm -hmm. and explain why, like, I have any, you know, place doing this. Mm. And it's like, I shouldn't have to do that, you know, and I'm going forward, I'm going to work on that. And I think that, yeah, it's important to have these sort of female-centered podcasts, you know, female-centered businesses, Mm. female-centered voices Mm. to sort of encourage women that, yes, like, you don't have to have a background in journalism. You don't have to have 50,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah. You know, you can just go out and do it. Yeah. Like, just do it. Yeah. Well, like we were talking about before in terms of setting up a podcast, it's not a lot of money. No. It's just like, just get the microphones, record your first episode, and then just go for keep it. Keep going. With, yeah. Use that momentum. Like, even before I record, I always get this little bit of anxiety mm. of like, oh my God, it's going to be really crap. Mm. Or like, what am I going to say? Am I going to talk over myself? Am I going to like, you know, is it going to be a hot mess? And it's like, just chill. You're just chatting, you yeah. know? Like, and it's, it's that, not live. That's a good thing about the podcast. You just edit the heck out of it. Yes, absolutely. Yes, please. Like, edit out my phone beeping. Edit out me burping. Like, legit. The dog barking. Dog barking. I've got to start drinking soda while I'm recording. Oh, like, yeah. I'm always doing this. Like, I can't help it. I need the caffeine. You need the caffeine. Oh, God. But anyway, moving on. Um, so as I sort of mentioned before, that the Bold Platform is um, female-centred mm-hmm. and I guess it could be considered a feminist podcast mm-hmm. and I would like to consider it one. Um, was this intentional? Did you go in there thinking this is going to be real feminist kind of like I, – I can see that, you know, what you listen to yourself and what you read and the way you live your life is real like, you know, feminist and I love mm-hmm. that because I'm the same. Um, was this intentional? Um Selfishly, I created the podcast because it's the type of content that I would want to listen to. And like I said, if I'm going to listen to it, I can guarantee that at least one other person is going to like those stories. But in saying that, if two years down the track, I decide to open it up to people in other countries, people of other genders, like I don't really, I'm not really strict on that. I think it's good to be, just be fluid and to, you know, go where your interests go or the audience wants it to go. I agree. But for me, yeah, I think because of what we said around women not putting themselves forward, like the amount of women I have approached and said, this is my podcast, this is what about I'd love to interview, and they write back and they're like, really? Why me? Oh, like, my gosh, it breaks my heart. I know. But at the same time, as if we don't do the same thing. And you know a dude wouldn't be doing that. No, that's right. Like, oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Sorry, guys. So, <laughs> yeah, we love you. But also, like, on that topic of feminism, like, for me, it really is about equality. It's not yeah. about one being better than the other. And I think for a long time I agree. it's been the balance has been, Off. you know, on the side of men and we're coming we're getting better and almost in some areas it's like we've gone too far the other way. And so yeah. it's like for me it's actually just about equal and supporting men in business, women in business, those that don't identify as either in business, yep. whatever that might Absolutely. be. Like you and I have got mutual friends in business and we are both like their biggest fans, their biggest advocates because they're both doing incredible work. And in they're going to their- be on here, don't worry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking to you, boys. Um, but the same as what I would if I had – Two female friends that were a hairdresser, like a hair and beauty combination. For me, it's just about getting – it's about equality, but um, the podcast was because that's the kind of stories that I like listening to. So it's a privilege for me to get to interview these women and girls. Like it's incredible. And to then be able to share that is just a bonus. Yeah, I love that so much. Yeah. You know, sort of building on what you said, it's sort of this – like I've said this before in other podcasts – 
It's about girls supporting girls, yeah. boys supporting girls, girls supporting boys, and boys yeah. supporting boys. Like, yeah, it's like just about everyone, any human supporting being supporting everyone. another human yeah. being. There's like, no need to tear each other down, let's yeah. pull each other up. And I feel like there's this kind of sick and sinister underside to Australian culture that's very tall poppy syndrome. Mm-hmm. And like, we, we're, we're really like quick to go and support our celebrities overseas doing something great. Yeah. Why can't we support our mates? Yeah, it's like, do you good, know? but don't do too good because yes. then you make me feel like that's inadequate it. about what I'm doing. It's like, you know what? There's space for everyone. Not everyone needs millions of downloads millions of followers millions of dollars it's like like the small impacts can create a ripple effect that's absolutely it i remember i was telling a friend about a guy and like not a super close friend about the podcast and i said he's like oh what is it about and i was like oh it's me interviewing women and girls who have created businesses that are making the community better and he's like oh so you're a feminist oh god and i was like if this cab wasn't moving i would just get out <laughs> I, Look, I my would life still get much. out if it was moving. Just cartwheel the hell out of there. I choose, like, I choose life. <laughs> but, yeah, I was just like, seriously, is that how basic your definition is? Oh. Because the guests are female. You're a feminist. It's like, yeah, I don't shave my underarms. Oh, you're a feminist. Like, well, I don't know what you Why want. Why do you me have to, to label say? me? Yeah, what yeah. do you want from me? I feel like that's the biggest red flag. If someone's going to comment and say something like that, bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, done. honestly. But at the same time, like, I want to cut these people out of my feeds and out of my life. But yeah. I'm like, I need to have them there so my feed isn't diluted, right? Right. Well, sorry, you so can't it have, is diluted. So, so you I don't, you're not in the bubble. Yeah, and I've been totally in a bubble. I mean, if we're looking at climate change and politics yeah. currently, like, I'm in a bubble. Like yep. I was talking to the boys about this and I was, we we're both saying like, who the hell is, who is a climate change denier? It's like, they're out there. Yeah. We're just in this really liberal. And when I say liberal, I mean big L liberal, like yeah. liberal thinking bubble yeah. where like, we're all like, come on, like the science says this, but yeah. there are people out there and I need, you need to keep them in your life. So you know that like, yeah. you know, you're not, you're not completely shocked when things are like, like we were at the election. Well, I was about to say, I remember when Trump got elected mm. and I was listening to Mia Friedman on Mum Mia Out Loud, her Love podcast. Her. Yeah. And she was like, you know what? I am so shocked by this and so distraught, but then I started seeing that all these other people were not surprised at all. And so she went through like her Twitter, a Twitter feed, I think it was. And for like every person that she followed that had the same views as her, she followed someone who was the complete opposite because she was like, I actually shouldn't have been so shocked. I'm living in this bubble and my Mm. feed, both my online and my offline Mm. feed. So what you follow online versus, and the people that you hang around, she's like, this bubble was telling me something and it was actually really skewed. And there were huge groups of people in the world that were not shocked at all. Like they would have been, shocked if Hillary had have gotten in so it's like it's actually a good lesson for us all to go for every person that thinks like me there's going to be someone who thinks the complete opposite on some topic absolutely and I think it's It's good to have them in your feed and in your world I think it's important that we don't shut these people down or or, you know cancel culture or any of that Mm. kind of stuff because like I had a friend say to me you know I wish that freedom of speech wasn't a thing because like I would rather them shut up. And I was like, that's a really emotional response. You know, you don't want to hear it because it upsets you. But at the same time, it's really important that we do hear it. Like we Mm. said, so we're Mm. not stuck in this bubble. And also like, just because we don't agree with their opinion doesn't mean it's not valid. Yeah. They're entitled to their own opinions, you know, whatever it may be, but it also opens us up to the opportunity to discuss things properly Yeah, and to like, you know, uh, educate. Yeah. Like I'm huge on that. And you might sit down with someone who thinks climate change is complete garbage, but you might then talk about, um, you know, abortion and, you and know, agree. and totally agree and That's feel right. like you are working from the same brain and That's then right. talk about the light rail in Newcastle and then have totally opposite opinions again. Like those people we can learn 
so much from and have a robust, intelligent conversation and not just everyone screaming at each other on social Mm -hmm. media. It's like that's not getting anything done. I myself, like I I find it very hard to separate my emotional from my logical. Like I'll just like get furious and I'm like, how could you? But then at the same time, like don't do that. Like people won't talk to you about these things. You Mm. know what I mean? And then Mm. there's no chance to re-educate. There's no chance for you to learn something. Right. It's just about learning for you and for the other person as well. Yeah. Yeah. Not everyone's going to have the same opinion. It'd be a very boring world. Oh, it'd be foul. Oh God. Can you imagine? I don't want to. I'm sure there are countries where you have to think like a certain way. Yeah. And that's, it's not a fun time. No dice. Yeah. I love, I love that in Australia in particular, like we can be so critical of our government and it's, you know, we aren't censored. We aren't, you Mm. know, with people don't disappear overnight because they've yeah. said something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my favourite thing about Australia is just how heavily we roast our government. Like, yeah. memes. You know, it's relentless. Oh, like, yeah. It's so good. I'm like, yeah. yes. But also you guys voted them in. So like, yeah, but also we all kind of have a part to play in this yes. somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, anyway, moving on, I guess. Um, so building on, you know, from the feminist idea, mm-hmm. and I love the idea that you're um, open to other genders. Yeah. like we said, you know, you just don't know how things are going to go. You've got to be open to, like, any well, possibility. this time last year I was putting the final touches on the podcast together, and this time the year before that I would never would have thought I was doing you're a doing podcast. It, yeah. So it's like same as my business. I'd never Take three and a half years ago thought I'd be running my own business as a freelance personal assistant. Now I am. It's like... You just don't know. I think yeah. it's important to be fluid. And, and a lot of people I've interviewed have said that around just having their eyes open and not having blinkers on, having a focus for their business, but being open to other opportunities that come up because their businesses have gone in all these like beautiful other directions that they never just had planned. No yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's taken them to these incredible places and being able to help incredible members of the community that they didn't even know needed the support. I love that. Yeah. Um, so don't feel too pressured to answer this too specifically. It is mm-hmm. a bit of a tough question, but I often hear um, a lot of people, mainly men, I hate to say, mm-hmm. um, when when discussing the topic of feminism, tear it down by saying, you know, the first wave feminists were um, men hating and it gives it a bad name, mm-hmm. but, like, at the same time they were also transphobic and racist. Mm-hmm. So we've progressed since then, thank mm-hmm. God. But... Um, what does feminism mean to you? It honestly is about equality. Yeah. It's about not a numbers game in terms of, you know, having two men and two women. And I think it's like it's naive now to talk about it in a way of just men and women as well. Like it's about every human being having an equal opportunity regardless of how they were born, how they identify, whatever box they tick on their boarding pass. It's like it's about equality and it not just being a given that this is the men's role or this is a female role or this is like a non-gender specific person's role it's just about everyone having an equal opportunity and i think in a country like this yeah well really like the, the reality is that feminism benefits men in the same way it benefits women yeah you know the patriarchy affects men in the same way it affects women yeah you know like this whole men don't cry you know, be, you know, toughen up, have some mm. cement, all this kind of stuff. That is like feminism is trying to fight that. Mm. We're trying. Feminism is trying to help men in the same way it's trying to help women. Yeah. And I think if people like understood that better, you know, mm. I think it would be more receptive. Do you think that maybe it being called feminism is a problem? Do you think that? Yeah, because then it, it has implications. Yeah. It's got historics behind that, it. And that's why you it know, has like to most itself. people yeah. before I really educated myself, and that's probably only in the last five years around what feminism 
feminism is for me i would just have this picture of like this like i said this woman with like hairy armpits, hairy armpits yeah. burning a bra protesting at like parliament house or something you know what i mean like because that is the That's, picture we've been sold and, and burnt into the psyche yeah yeah 100%. and the movies that we've watched and the film clips we've mm. seen and the news and all that and the history books we've read that's what it's about. like that's the image that it conjures up when people say feminism and i think yeah. for some people it still is like that, which, you know, that's actually great for them because they've got a great opportunity to learn and they're in a good time to learn. But, Absolutely. yeah, for me, the feminism word obviously has implications and it conjures up certain things and it's got that baggage and that historics behind it. But, yeah, for me, it's just about equality. Yeah. For I think every human being, I think no matter how they identify. Totally. I think it's very easy for people to, like, look at the historics, like you said, and then just, like, focus on that. It's yeah. like we've progressed since then. Yeah. If we were to, like, look at, I don't know, anything... Uh, it's like going, oh, that person's a hippie. Well, back in the day, that hippie would have been, like, what you would have thought people would have been at Woodstock yeah. and things like that. But someone who identifies, like, as a hippie now, that looks totally different. Exactly. To what... Exactly. What that picture we've been sold previously. Focus on the now, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm with yeah. you. I'm with yeah. you completely. Um, all right. So, I mean, this is <laughs> – I love asking this question, particularly because you're telling me that the Bold Platform is um, a hobby mm-hmm. and also because you work for yourself. And mm-hmm. I, I think your business idea is ingenious being like a freelance personal assistant. Mm-hmm. Because Thank not you. Ev- not everyone can hire a personal assistant full time. No, that's so the whole premise of my a, business. On a need basis. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Um so, like, how would your parents describe what you do for a living? Um, I think they think I do a lot of social media management. I've heard them do they talk. understand that? Because my parents have no idea what that means. Yeah, they do. That's my mum's quite heavily involved in, like, her local musical society, so she does some of the social media for that. So I know she she understands the concept of businesses needing someone to look after their social media. Um, but, yeah, I think if you ask them, they would say, oh, she helps businesses with, like, their social media and their websites, which, yes, that's definitely stuff that I do but there's lots of other bits and pieces but I didn't even know what my like what a virtual assistant was when I started my business I kind of had someone said to me oh like a VA and I was like yeah yeah that's 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 what I quickly googles what (laughs) VA stands for but I didn't know that that was like a career path or an option um so I think a lot of people have trouble articulating what a VA or a freelance PA is. Um, but yeah, I think they would say it's social media, but then she also has her own podcast and that's probably, that's yeah, that's it. I remember I, um, I showed my episode zero. Well, I not show, but they listen. my parents listened to it and they just get blank stared at me like, what is going on? And I was like, podcast. No, like what's a podcast? Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm just not even going to like, yeah. if I try and explain this, but yeah, like I can't even explain like social media, like what is all these packages arriving? What have you bought? I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, I didn't. I promise you I'm not spending thousands of dollars. Like, but yeah, like you can make careers out of this, you know, it's the way, yeah. that, you know, society sort of changed. I just made a noise again from my computer. Oh my God, look, you I'm jinxed so yourself. sorry. I did. <laughs> I'm just going to put my computer on mute. Um, actually, will that affect? I'm just going to leave it. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, look, what, I asked this question mainly because I don't think my mum knew what my job was for mm. a good five years. Mm. You think it wasn't until after I bought a house, she was like, so what do you actually do? <laughs> like, it must have been good enough to buy a house. Yeah, like, what the hell do you do? And I was like, um, well... <laughs> I tried to explain to you five years ago, but here we yeah, go again. Yeah. Know? Oh, I had to get my mum's phone out and show her how to listen to the podcast right. and to stream them on her phone because it was just not 
uh, she she loves music and when she's driving she listens to music she's often like rehearsing for musicals so she's just practicing her songs or dad now like he knows how to listen to them he used to just listen to the radio um so he listens to the now and every once in a while I'll get a message after an episode's come out like an email from dad just like I love that episode it was really inspiring oh, and things that. like that yeah like my dad is a 60 year old oh white gosh. Australian male and he loves the stories just as much as like my 13 year old niece and the lady down the road yeah. and all these people that I'd never even knew would listen to yeah. it so but yeah they they understand the concept of the podcast now and I know dad listens to them that's great I'm gonna try and get my uh, my parents to listen to it too. yeah yeah <laughs> well, I'm gonna try yeah oh, my dad <laughs> my dad like he's so loves his technology now because he recently got um hearing aids but they're bluetooth so his oh phone oh gosh that's his, a thing yeah his phone plays directly into his hearing aid so like if he's you driving and he's like nav man's going it goes through his ear so he's like can listen to my podcast i it, like want a hearing aid now because that is like I the mean, future i mean i don't i shouldn't say that. bionic gab bionic gab yeah yeah you can buy them at costco <laughs> can you actually yeah you can actually oh buy God. hearing aids at costco, I love costco yeah man. it's so random it's like but yeah so that's a really like it's there's no barrier he wow. can listen to it now so he yeah he has a very good so concept of it's, it's like we it often think that and I mean this in the most least condescending way, baby boomers sort of isolate with technology or that they don't like technology. I know my father-in-law hates it, mm. like not a fan, mm. um, hates computers. Mm. But I feel like that also shuts yourself out, that mentality, like, you know, just get in there. Yeah. But also, like, technology, that's amazing. I yeah. didn't know that hearing aids could Bluetooth. Like, that's yeah. incredible. He's got an app on his phone and we'll be sitting in, like, a cafe, cafe and he will have just gotten off the train, like, because he commutes to and from work, he'd come and meet me at the cafe when he was working in Newcastle and he like switched something on his phone so it went from like that voice to like a cafe setting so it blocks all the background noise and we went and saw Elton John the other night so that's a different setting again for like a concert arena that's amazing that's incredible wow like technology yeah it's it's terrifying but it's also also incredible yeah like one day we're gonna be full like cyber world well when my our parents like grew up like they had black and white tvs yeah true true i forget that so uh, sometimes i'm like like, come on like it's not that difficult but then i'm like you know what they have seen they have seen some bucket load of change and it also so rapidly like even i look at like when i'm when i'm teaching like in high schools Mm. i look at the kids that i'm teaching and the way they use technology blows my mind. Oh. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be surpassed one day by this. And it's terrifying. It's terrifying because you're going to be the one calling your kids going, or your nieces and nephews going, yeah. Ah. yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah it's Yeah. But incredible. That's time. why I like episodes of like the Black Mirror and oh my God, years and years show. Yeah. It's like, it's incredible. But it's like, guys, it's not that far away. It's not that far away. Like the future is literally now. Yeah. Like, it's 2020. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think we all have this idea of the future being flying cars and, like... Like the Jetsons. You know, yeah, literally. Yeah. Oh it's God. like, come on, guys. That's, really, we're yeah. not that far away. We're, for real. Mm. Um, anyway, right. little... Yes, moving on. So. <laughs> Sidetrack on my dad's hearing aids. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, I've learned something new. Yeah, there you go. You never know. <laughs> um, so I feel like as a generation, we're kind of moving towards sustainability, which is great, and sustainable options. Mm-hmm. And I try to make that quite a focus um, in this podcast, but also on my Instagram um, mm-hmm. because, you know, power of the people, like I said before, and all of that. Um, and I love that the Bold platform does showcase these women doing sustainable things. Yes. Was yeah. that a focus or was that kind of something that just happened? It just sort of happened and that um, I've learned a lot about, you know, even we are talking before about swimwear and being able to use 
plastics yes. and things like that to make swimwear. The things that I've learned, the way that these women have, you know, used recycled products and things like that, it definitely wasn't intentional to make it a focus on sustainable products and services, but I've definitely learned a lot about what people are doing in that mm. space. It also gives me faith in humanity that, like, these little guys that no one knew about until they've, you know, yeah. are doing sustainable things. It's not yeah. even like, like we said, that small little bit counts. And totally. That's so awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, it hasn't definitely, it definitely hasn't been like a specific focus, but it, a lot of that has come out because of the women's businesses and the girls' businesses that they've started. So, it's been an opportunity for me to learn a lot. And I'm sure the listeners as well around sustainable options that are out there yeah. when they're purchasing things to Think try conscious. this one instead of that one because it is a more conscious choice, Absolutely. both environmentally and also socially yeah. in terms of the not-for-profit component. Yeah. Yeah. That. Mm. Double whammy. Double whammy, yeah. <laughs> and it also it makes you feel good. It like does, about yeah. If you're going to, you know, some people might say spoil yourself and get flowers for your house every week, then if you're going to do it, do it in, like, a conscious mm. way. It makes you feel a little bit less That's guilty. Because, right. <laughs> honestly, like, you're right. Like, people feel, like, that, that immediate satisfaction of buying something, but I feel as immediate regret afterward of being like, oh, God, could I have done that better? Yeah. Or, like, oh, no, I'm contributing to land landfill or whatever yeah. and at least yeah. this way you know that it, it's without that negative sort of yeah yeah um, you don't have that guilt guilt that's right yeah, yeah that's what I'm looking for yeah but definitely yes, yeah um yeah no I actually saw on my this is the thing like because I'm basing everything around being sustainable I'm trying to make in 2020 that mm. my, my goal 100% and I saw um q-tips oh yeah like reusable q-tips and oh. silicon at first I was like gross like, yes yeah, you know but then I saw like they the grossest imagery. It was like it looked like the the red sauce from baked beans on it mm-hmm. and the earwax. I was like, gross. And they just chucked it under the water, off straight away. Oh, because it's silicone. Yeah, but like it's like ribbed and yeah. Anyway, that's I thought incredible. that was great because I use so many Q-tips and I was like, I never really thought about that contributing. Yeah. And that's a big waste. And I think it's know? just like those little things that make a difference. I met a girl last year and she said um, her goal for last year was around single-use coffee cups. And yeah. she's like, if I don't have the time to sit for five minutes and drink the coffee in the cafe, I'm, I don't allow myself a coffee. Yeah, I like that. So she's like, I don't always remember my cup. I don't always remember my keep cup. I've got a cupboard full of the them in the thing. house. Like, I, no one's perfect in that way. Mm. But she's like, if I don't have time to sit, order, and drink it in the thing, I don't have a coffee. And she cut it down to basically none yeah that's a great idea and like it's those little things that yeah. you're like okay i can do that like i might not be able to not drive my car every day because of my career my location where i can afford to buy or rent a house whatever that might be but those sorts of things you go okay well i can that's achievable and that's i can implement that into mm. my house or my household so and i think it's um important to not try and focus on the 100% or nothing kind of mentality yeah. even when it comes to the way we eat you know wanting to be more like plant-based um I am such a like a hundred or nothing person and mm. I've like consciously made the past two years I'm like stop doing that it's a really dangerous it's like everything mindset. in moderation well yeah. because you're also like well I failed yeah that's and you're right constantly beating yourself that's up. right and it's um so I've like made this decision it's like well if I can be you know sustainable 90% of the time or, you know, as, as much as I can and maybe some things like, like maybe I, I eat, I, I mean, I'm plant-based pretty much five days a week, mm. pretty much seven days a week. Mm. But if I go out and I feel like having a burger that has meat in it, then like, you know, it's one, one out of every like 20. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm trying to like action that in my own life. Mm. And I feel like that's important for people to sort of kind of cut themselves some slack and be like, maybe you can't give up cheese yet eat your cheese. Mm. Maybe you'll find something later on that 
you know, that's plant-based better than the cheese you're eating. Yeah. You never know, but just like take it a step at a time. Yeah. So, but, and know, whatever you do tomorrow to make a difference is better than what you've been doing for the last right. bit, whether it's exercise, food, the products that you bring into your house. It's yeah. like, yeah, okay, maybe I haven't exercised all seven days this week, but you know, for the last year I have yes. b- barely exercised once a week. So I'm like, progress. Yeah. yeah. That's a hundred percent it. Yeah. yeah. It's just I, moderation. I'm trying to do that even with yoga. Cause I used to go, I'm <laughs> for a year. I went every day. Wow. And then I stopped going for like six months because I just burnt myself out. Mm. And I was like, moderation yoga is meant to be about that. Finding balance. You're yeah. not meant to like kill yourself at it. So, and just go. Cause you're like, I've got to go. I've got to go. Your box. And I'm like failing it. otherwise. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, like what kind of life are you living? If you're living like that? Yeah. True. Not a good one. True. Um, anyway, so just a little detour. Um, <laughs> was it, I mean, we've sort of touched on this already, discussing imposter syndrome, especially mm-hmm. being a woman. Um, and I, I, I see you as living your truth. And mm-hmm. I, I see that. Um, do you feel like you're living your truth? Some days. Some days? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think like, uh, you know, I, each year I set a word for the year. So last year was bold. The year before was love. And this year is stability. Yeah. Like I think the second half of last year, even like my money, my emotions, my eating, my exercise, my relationships, everything was very up and down and I think like just my anxiety and all that everything was really up and down so I didn't even know what I was doing I'm like I'm just this isn't I'm just going through through day by day and it's such a waste like living consciously is so important yeah so this year for me it's really about getting back to like that authentic what is the actual real person and getting that a bit more stable and I think then you can answer questions like that a bit better because you're not just kind of going through the motions going oh this is what I think I'm meant to be doing so I'm just going to do that um but yeah some days I do the podcast when I do the podcast and I finish a recording I definitely feel like my cup is full and I'm really satisfied I feel like I'm where I'm meant to be um but again because it's a hobby sometimes it has to fall by the wayside Mm. because the business is more important busier or slower so it means you can't afford to fund the podcast on the side so yeah this year for me it's really about having that stability and getting back to like what I'm actually meant to be doing instead of just kind of going through the motions and going oh okay well here's another year like I'm gonna be 35 this year I kind of go you know, you've done it like last year just felt like a bit of a fluff year. Like it yeah. just, I don't feel like, although I started the podcast, yes, I just feel like I don't really have anything to show. Oh my for gosh, that. Are you like, me? no, but <laughs> I know that people say that and other people have said that to me, but at the end of the day, that's how I feel yeah. in my gut. Like and my business in, during parts of the year was very, very successful financially. And I'm like, I don't really have much to show for that. I feel like I overindulged yes. a bit because okay. I could, where this year I'm like, you need to be a bit more stable and not so up and down even if the business goes up and down and things like that it's like just keep it try to keep it that's a level interesting way of goal setting by you know having a word and i find that really powerful and yeah i never really thought of goal setting in in such a way and i really like that yeah so i've got it on my wall it's on like a light box on my wall and so yeah it just helps to keep me kind of like that word then just try i try to get it to like underpin every decision i make everything i do like is this creating stability or is this you know doing the opposite so i love that yeah, oh now you gosh. can. Now I've told you, you can help keep me accountable. Yes, well, now that I know, <laughs> you're like, are Wait, you Adrian, being stable? Um, that flight to Japan wasn't necessary. <laughs> Not very stable. <laughs> oh, I'm going to use that so much. Yeah, I love it. It's yeah, a really like good that. way, um, I think, of yeah, 
having an intention. But I also for think, and I'm going to say this to you because I love you. You need to also cut yourself some slack and yes. take, some, take some stock and go. I actually did achieve some great stuff yes. last year because you have. Yeah, and I like, do, and I'm so proud of the podcast. But in other areas, like yeah, we were saying before, it's like you might do all this great stuff and then you go to the bed at the end of the day and you're like. Oh, well, I ate chocolate today, so that was a fail. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yes. It's like we just we just focus on the negatives, the negativity. Yeah, that's yeah. 100% it. Yeah. yeah, I think if we all kind of switched our mindsets and went, Being like, oh, okay. well, I got up at five thirty and I went to the gym, yeah. and then silver I, lining. you know, always like, look yeah. at silver lining. You know, in any kind of situation, go well, but you know what? This, this, this is a positive spin absolutely. to that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think we're gonna have to start wrapping up now, but. Is there anything, you know, exciting in the works that you want to... Yeah, so the podcast has been on a bit of a break, like over Christmas yeah. and the new year. So I'm excited to get back into it. It's almost one year. So Val- I started on Valentine's Day 2019. I've been single for five years. So it's, so it's your so relationship. It was my gift to myself yes. on Valentine's Day. I'm like, I'm sick of not getting anything on Valentine's I Day. And when, they, um, when the website developer said to me, when do you want to go live? And I was like, Valentine's Day, that can be my gift to myself so it's almost a year so I really want to um a couple of the people I've interviewed during the year I interviewed them as they were launching their business so I really want to go back and interview them again and revisit and see like where they are at so especially because um you know businesses first you know startups and stuff usually fail within the first year yes for any small business so much can change in Six months, a month, a Mm. year. So checking in with some of those and doing like a bit of a recap on the year that they've had, but also uncovering like new and amazing social enterprises that are led by women or those identify as women. Um, So, yeah, if anyone knows any, feel free to let me know on the Bold platform because the way I find out about them is through social media, seeing things on on social media or in newspapers or people approach me and saying, hey, like – you, you're welcome to tell my story. So into those DMs. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to get back into it for the year. This is I've sort of been a bit like, oh, I need to do that. I need to do that. But coming here today and like doing the podcast with you, I'm like, oh yes, it's got me excited Yay! again to get back into it. That's so, so good. I love yeah. hearing that. Yeah. Um. So aside from that, is there anything you desperately want our listeners to know or be aware or conscious of? Yeah, I think for me, it's just that you know when you are making those purchasing decisions, where it's flowers, whether it's activewear, whether it's a tutor for your children because we've interviewed I've interviewed a lady that's got an online tutoring platform for people in like rural communities that can't physically get to a tutor that's fab. for me it's just about before you like make a decision try to do a tiny little bit of research to see if there is a more socially conscious option out there because there's a very good chance there will be and there's a very good chance there's one right here in Australia being run by a male female any human in the country there's Shop some local, really right? great yeah. options and that a purchase you know, from that lady with her active wear, that makes a huge difference mm. to her, like seeing the little Shopify notification come through. Like you make someone's day for a local small business. So especially yep. where they have a social enterprise or a social impact component to their business model. So, yeah, that would be my biggest thing is where there is an option to make a more socially conscious choice and if it's within your budget and it's something that you were buying anyway like flowers or active wear if there's an option like that 
I love that Definitely so much. have a look for it. Yeah, support small business, shop yeah. local, support your friends, yeah. support your family, you know. Yeah. yeah. Let's all uplift each other. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you for having me. It's I'm so excited for you and your podcast. I'm very excited to, like, see who you're going to interview. It's like oh my God, I feel you. like it was just the other day we are sitting at the know, boys' studio talking about it <laughs> while you're getting your so hair quick. done and now it's like we're here. You so. gave me that push, so thank you. Yeah, well, congratulations. It's very exciting for thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for and we'll talk me. soon, I'm yes. sure. Sounds good. Bye. Thanks, Gab. Bye. Bye.